Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Just Keep Swimming Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Adrian Jackson. We're in the studio again with another great episode for you. And you already know with me, I got my co-host, your boy, Mr. One Three. Back again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we know, Diamond Man, it's another special episode for us today because uh, we're here again for another recap, brother. Yes, sir. You know, so it feels good, man. It's, uh, we did a solid 15 interviews. And from the beginning of the year without stopping. Exactly. Great, yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And they dropped one every single week, including recaps. You know, we summarized. We did a lot of big things, bro. And I'm saying, I just want to say I'm proud of us, man. I, I appreciate you for doing this journey with me for sure. Of course, bro. Yeah, man. We really doing the damn thing, man. We really doing the damn thing, man. So, uh, we over our last five episodes... We had some uh, pretty good conversations, you know, pretty interesting conversations. You know, we kind of veered off of the talking about the Napoleon Hill's true seeds of success or, you know, uh, traits of success. But we started just talking about a little more deeper things in life, I feel. And I felt they all were actually pretty good and really eye-opening as well. So um, we talked to Illuminate Gumdamu about uh, the cultural comeback because, you know, he's from Africa. That's my frat brother, actually. So he had a great conversation we had with him. Uh, We talked about giving with Miss Lily Collins. We talked about uh, the value of support with Sean Torrey. You know, I found that one really powerful as well. Uh, Mr. Dean Bar plans joined us to talk about confidence. Yeah. And, you know, that was that was really good. I'm, I can't wait to get to that conflict. And then our last conversation we had with Miss Cammie was talking about equity and education. Which I really like just because of, like, her approach mm-hmm. to what she's doing right now. Exactly, and how she's making it happen, you know. Yeah. And I really, I really salute her on her actions for that for sure, bro. So let's go ahead and just jump into it a little bit, man. So, uh, the first episode was Illuminate Gundamu with Cultural Comeback. And um, so, when we talked to Illuminate, we kind of just talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the cultural difference from America to Africa, you know, and, you know, him being born and raised in Africa and coming out here to America as a young child when he was like seven, I believe he said, seven or eight. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he was pretty much young, though, elementary school for sure. And he came out here and he got hit with a culture shock to, you know, one, coming to a city where, coming to a, a world, a part side of the world where, you know, his culture, his color isn't the main color out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He went from being a majority to minority within a plane ride. You know, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. That's crazy to think about in a plane ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. And then on top of that, the people of his color, you know, they weren't even supporting him the way that he felt that you know, black people should be supporting each other from what he learned, from what he grew up, you know? Right. And, like, his his conversation really, like, sparked a lot to me, you know? And it's always... I guess it really sparked that idea in me that I really need to, one, learn more about my history right. and where I come from, and then, two, I need to visit the homeland. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go visit the motherland. And, you know, like, honestly, for me, I never really had too much of an interest to go to Africa. Mm-hmm. Um... Until that conversation, mm. just because more so, you know, as the media kind of portrays it, it mm-hmm. makes Africa look dirt poor or something like that all the time. But, right. You know, he that conversation kind of like opened my eyes a little bit and remembering the fact that like media kind of clouds people's judgment mm-hmm. you know, outside of their areas. So Exactly. And the way he was making it sound like, well, no, when he said the conversion value of like the American dollar to the uh, the currency in Africa, mm-hmm. um, I looked at my bank account and 
looked at made the conversion to over there and mm-hmm. I have I'm like a quarter thousand like quarter million away from having a million over there oh wow right now right so right, it's right. like you know I could go out there and truly live the experience and see what it's really like out there and that's mm-hmm. kind of like motivating you know yeah no no and that, that's real you know that's uh I always found the, the currency conversion always crazy, you know, yeah. the idea that my money is worth more out here than it is out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that's what really sparked me with him, too. You know, his mindset is, is I came to America to work and earn money because I have a better opportunity to do it out here. But then once I get the money that I need and everything, I'm going back out there. And like I said, I'm living like a king. Yeah. You know, I'm going back out there and I'm about to live, you know, the smoothest life, wealthier life, a happier life because... Not only am I living better my money wise, but my environment is better for me. Yeah. You know, my environment wants to help me grow. You know, and that was one thing he did say about that. His line was, um, you can never be a king in another man's home. Yeah. You know. That was deep. Yeah, and that's yeah. deep. And you know, being being an African American male, you know, I, I, I understand that. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of hurdles and hoops and tricks that we have to do to succeed in life. Or even maintain at that. Depending on where we are and shoot how we grew up and stuff like that, you know, some people not even get an opportunity, you know. So, right. yeah, his was a real eye opener for me, man. So his really taught me that, you know, we need to learn more about our culture. You know, we really need to learn more about your history, and that doesn't matter what you are. Mm-hmm. You know, black, Mexican, Hispanic, uh, Asian, Indian, whatever you are, yeah. you need to learn more about your history and your past. Your and origin. Your origin, you know, start with your grandparents. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Learn about your grandparents and ask them about their parents. Mm-hmm. You know, and learn what your great grandparents that you never met did. You know, right. and that's how I can start small, you know. But I feel that, you know, it's never to live good to live back in the past, but the past can hold some lessons that you may need. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe an answer that you're probably looking for. Like, oh, wow, that makes sense. That understands why I'm like this or like that like right. there you know look, look real quick off topic right yeah i was watching the simpsons last night mm-hmm. they had the episode where i love watching the simpsons bro you know, that's my <laughs> show man come on show, yeah. anyway i was watching the simpsons and they had the episode where uh homer ran into his mom's mm-hmm. for the first time ever you know and then lisa was like she said to the point of i always wonder how i fit in the family i never understood how i fit mm-hmm. but now that i met you grandma i understand it, it makes sense really? now of where I get my genetics from. Okay. You know, because she's the smarter one. You know, Bart is goofy. Homer's retarded. You know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but then Lisa's brainiac. But then she met a grandma who's also a brainiac. And then she's like, oh. That probably brought like, a different level of comfort to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A different level of acceptance. Yeah. You know, because now you truly feel accepted because you're like, oh, I'm not like you guys. I'm like grandma. That's why. Right. You know, and that makes you feel more comfortable, you know. Right. So I really like that, man. I really like that. Um, and then I think for Luma Day, for his quote, um, it was actually kind of more a made-up quote, but we made it work. His quote was, um, learn more about what's outside your boundaries to expand your boundaries. Yeah. You know? And that, again, I think I brought this up in like earlier episodes, but, you know, that leadership camp thing is like, hey, the quickest way to grow is to grow outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That was like an excellent representation Exactly. Exactly. You know, step outside your comfort zone and watch how much you grow. You know, yeah. once you expand, you can't go back into that little space that you you just came out of. You know, right. once you take that shell off, you can't fit that shell again. It's time to find you a new shell. Yeah. You know, I love it. I love it. So then, um, so this will go to our next episode, which with was was with Miss Lily Collins, mm-hmm. and with her we discussed it. Uh, giving. 
Her episode was entitled Stimulated Giving. And I kind of picked her title interestingly because, you know, she was talking about how she she just has this urge to teach, you know, and feel that she needs to pass on the things that she has and she knows because she wants to help. She really wants to help the younger people get up in the level, you right. know. And I really, like, enjoyed it because she talks about how she sacrificed so much time, you know. She sacrificed money. She sacrificed all these things. And yeah. literally all she got in return for it, other than good karma, was applause at a show, you know, acknowledgement. That's about it. Right. You know, but at the same time, that right there is more valuable than money. For you real? know, that's more valuable than getting your name put in the newspaper. You know, like just the people coming up saying thank you to her and say, I appreciate you. And the kids that she actually helped applauding her mm-hmm. makes her feel special in the world you know and I really like kind of um, I want to say like appreciated that drive that she has mm-hmm. like that she she found that passion that she wants to do mm-hmm. when a nose die for it right and the fruits of her labor just for herself like mm-hmm. again it's not about the money it's not about the fame or recognition it's mm-hmm. just about the action and the like the energy return Right. And that just makes a world of difference, especially when you put your heart and soul into it. Right, exactly, exactly. And, you know, her putting her heart and soul in it, it was interesting because everything didn't always work out good. Yeah. You know, but things that she probably felt didn't work out good was what impacted somebody. Right. And changed the child's life. Like how she said that one, she had that letter from the kid that, you know, wrote the letter while she was in college saying, hey, Miss Lily, thank you for what you did to me for me in elementary. Yeah. You know, and that really stood out for her. Like, oh, wow. You she know? didn't even really, like, remember who that was. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that you touched that one person just mm-hmm. by doing what you wanted to do. Yes. And to help and help the world. Yes. Bro, that's, I don't think there's a dollar amount that could ever go on that. No, no, there's no dollar amount, you know, and that's right there is what raises you up that spiritual being, you know, back to the, the higher realms of life, you know, that's what makes you, <laughs> that what makes you memorable, you know what I'm saying, that's what makes people always remember you and make sure your legend always stays alive, you know, because right. you're actually changing the world, you're not just throwing money at it or nothing like that, you're actually changing it on the inside a little bit, you right. know? so your legend is going to live amongst all these, you know, Yes, eons. All, all the little people, you know what I'm saying? They gonna pass it on, keep passing it on. Oh, Lily taught me this. Lily taught me that. You know, I learned this from Miss Lily. Right. You know, and on top of that, she's being a great example because somebody's gonna want to do what she's doing now. Mm-hmm. You know, so somebody soon's gonna want to. She helped me. I want to help out people now too. Right. You know, so I like that. And then her quote was, um, "Be the change." Be the change, and that sums up her whole interview right there. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. You know, she she was adamant about being that change. You know, she has to do what she has to do to change, make the impact that she feels she needs to make in life. Right. You know, and it sacrificed time with family, sacrificed money, but at the same time, she's being that change, and it's not going unnoticed. Right. You know, it's not going unnoticed at all. So salute her on that. Salute to you, Miss Collins. <laughs> Uh, so episode 13, we had the value of support with Mr. Sean Torrey. That was really cool. Yes, yes, Sean came through, he brought his girls through, you know, that was a cool experience. Yeah. They was they was having fun over there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, snacking up all the chips, but we enjoyed that company for sure. Right. And you know, to him we talked about supporting others, you know, and Sean, I chose Sean like personally for this one 
because he always has supported me in things that I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, starting back from when I first met him back in college to, you know, doing the stuff with the Crown Me parties, with the Enough Said stuff for the kids. Yeah. He's always supported, you know what I'm saying? And it's always random, too. It's always one of those, you turn around and he can walk through the door. You're like, oh, Sean, what you doing here, bro? <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't know you even saw the flyer, <laughs> you know, but... There, show love, helps out if he needs to. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's only 30 minutes, he'll come show love, say what's up, take a picture, gone. You know, but that support, him showing support to people is like amazing. You know, I salute him on that one for sure, man. Like, He's like a really dependable person. Like, if, if it's one of those type of situations where it's like if there was nobody else, mm-hmm. I could tell that he would be that one person at least to show up, at least for. Support. Some support. Mm-hmm, just Whether for, it's short or long, he'll be there. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? He's going to show face. He's going to push his homie to the next level. Like, uh, I think one thing he said was, I may not see it, bro, but if you see the dream, yo, I'm going to root you on to go get it. Yeah. You know, we probably, we have different visions, and he understood that. And yeah. I felt that was powerful, nah. the idea that you have to step back. And like, I may not see his vision, but I'm going to salute him on. I'm going to cheer him on and go get it. Because if he sees it, it must be there. And, you know, and that's what, that, that kind of hit me different. Because it's like, you know, there's a lot of people that, like, you know, as I go through my years of life, where it's just like, yeah, your dreams to me, I, yeah, I don't see it. But who am I to bring you down to that? Mm-hmm. Like, Go get it. Right. Go get it. Do your best to find out if you'll really make it or not. Right. But, you know, at least know that I'm not going to bring you down for whatever you're trying to achieve, you know? Right. And there's not that many people out there for you. Uh, yeah. Out there like that, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's just like a whole bunch of Debbie Downers on mm-hmm. a parade that they're not really even involved in, though. Yes. So it's like, well, why can't you at least just send some positivity, whether it works or not? Like, mm-hmm. Why is it? Why does it have to be negative? Why does it have to be non-supportive? You know? Right. So. No, that's that's real, bro. Like, look, you want to get deep, right? Yeah. I was just thinking as you was talking. So, because people don't accept people's dreams for what they are. For example, I come to you with a dream, and you're like, "Oh, it's not gonna happen." I've seen twenty people try; it's not gonna happen. Blah blah. Yeah. Because of that, that one makes you stop dreaming, and then two, here goes the deep part. It makes the world stop growing because we're not speaking the dreams out into the world no more. We're holding yeah. them inside now because we're not letting them out. So we're not letting stuff manifest no more, yeah. you know? And it's like, we have to speak those out. And people like him are necessary. I need yeah. to know that I can go to somebody and share idea with. And he may not understand it fully, but he's going to support me either way. Right. You know, and that's a true, that's a true friend, true homie right there for sure. And I feel like it comes like a fine line between like criticism mm-hmm. and then not supporting the dream mm-hmm. you know it's like well yeah I'll spit my two cents and say like well or I'll ask you questions to see like well how, what about this workaround or what about this hurdle mm-hmm. but I'll help you brainstorm it Right. like yeah acknowledge what may be blocking your path but also figure out how to get, how around, to get around it, it. exactly yeah. and that's support exactly like, you know we're on the football field. Hey, we got this big nose guard right here. How are we going to get around that? Mm-hmm. Rather than say, we can't stop him. Mm-hmm. You know? 
No, that's that's truly real, bro. You know, because it's like a lot of people they throw out the they throw out the negative, but they don't give you a positive after that negative, yeah. or a positive to try to figure out that negative. You know, right. and that's that's a hundred percent real. That's that's super duper solid, bro. So for Sean Tory's quote, he actually quoted the poem Invictus. Evictus, sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna read it for you guys real quick for everybody who hasn't heard it. You should have heard it because you should have listened to this episode. But if you haven't, I'm gonna let let's let you hear it one more time. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutches of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried out loud. Other the bloodiness of chance, my hand is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishment the scrolls. I am the master of my fate, and I am the captain of my soul. That's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful poem, Invictus. If you haven't uh, heard that poem, Everybody should know that poem. Uh, being a part of Divine Nine, we had to memorize that poem word for word and be able to write it and everything. So, yeah, that's a very, very powerful poem. Uh, my favorite part about that poem is the last two lines I am the master of my fate, I am the captain of my soul. Right. You know? Nothing can sway me except me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, nothing can sway me but me. So, yeah, yeah. Solid quote, Sean. I appreciate you for that one for sure, brother. <laughs> Just another quote thing like, uh, mm-hmm. Nothing can sway me but me. But it also goes on the other side of, like, nobody's going to push me but me. Mm-hmm. Like, I am the captain of my soul. Mm-hmm. I want to captain my soul. You can't push me off a cliff, you know? Yeah, or not even push me off a cliff. Like, I'm the only one that can push myself forward at the end of the day. Yeah. I have to make the decision to that go too. forward. That's real. Like, nobody can... Guide my soul. Yeah, nobody can guide me. Nobody can encourage me enough to move forward except for me mm-hmm. like I can accept it but I have to do something with it in mm-hmm. order to move forward right. I feel like that's another thing where people kind of get caught up on yes. like yeah you need a support system but you need to do something with that support system moving forward mm-hmm. so, no for real, I, I fully understand you on that one you know I, I I'm the one who actually has to drive it you know so like you said that's that's 100 percent you can lead a horse to water if you can't make him drink right you know that's pure I, I salute that that's real that's real all right, so uh, for our next one, we had Mr. Dean Barplanche, or Alexander, talking about confidence. confidence. And, um, you know, Dean was perfect, perfect confidence. You already know Noopy was confident. He was yeah. beyond confident. He was chilling the whole time. Yeah, the whole time, you know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all could have seen the video, we're going to get a video coming for y'all soon. But if you could see the video, you know what I'm saying? He was just sitting there, you know what I'm saying? He looked comfortable. He yeah. was spitting knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Practice the integrity for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I salute Dean for sure on that one. And I think what I really pulled out of his conversation was confidence comes with self-love, you know? And it's like, if you don't really love yourself, how can you be confident about yourself? Right. You know? And I found that really, really deep, you know? Because a lot of people put on the fake facade that they're quote-unquote confident or I'm quote-unquote the happiest person alive and blah, blah. But then, like you said, the second they get home, close that door, they bust into tears, and you know, All exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's what really stood out for me. And as I talk about it now, think about it, that was always the Dean I knew. 
you know, and that's why why I seemed so confident because he was he loved himself so much and he was so comfortable around us yeah. that he could truly be himself. And I think that made his confidence skyrocket, you know, like right. really, really stand out for him, you know. So I, I really slowed him on that one. Man, it, was, <laughs> it definitely helped me out. It mm-hmm. just kind of planted that seed to where I was just thinking about it. It's just like, yo, it doesn't matter what everybody else is thinking as long as you like you, as mm-hmm. long as you love you, then that energy will exude. You mm-hmm. know, there's no, there's no mindset of confidence, mm-hmm. but there's a mindset of self-love, which mm-hmm. exudes confidence. Right. Yeah. Right now, exactly, and that goes right back to the story he was telling about. Him just, you know, being himself and being a good person that he is, he ended up coming out with a gig like that almost. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what confidence can do for you. Mm-hmm. You know, just showing that self-love, really loving yourself. We talked about his clothes. You know what I'm saying? He dresses up confidently. He look good. He feel good. Right. You know what I'm saying? That help him walk with that confidence, you know? Because he wants to. Because mm-hmm. he loves Himself. himself. He wants himself to look good because I want to feel good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He don't want to look bummy because if he looks bummy, he's going to feel upset that he looks bummy and then now his confidence shot. Right. So he's like, okay, I'll make myself look good so my confidence can stay up there. Right. You know, so it, it all plays in. It all plays in. Working out, eating good. You know right. what I'm saying? Talk about his relationships. You know what I'm saying? His his partner as of right now is talking confidence into him, making him feel good compared to partners in the past who are always trying to find his defects, trying yeah. to make him feel bad. And that can play major roles in your confidence. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, man, I loved it. I loved it. And then his quote, of course, a confident guy can only quote Gucci itself. <laughs> Gucci two times. His quote is, a man with no sauce is lost, but a man can get lost. A man can get lost in the sauce. Hold on. A man with sauce can get lost in the sauce. A man without sauce is lost, but a man can always get lost in the sauce. It's pretty much saying that if you're not doing nothing right now, you're lost. But as long as you're trying to do something, you can get lost in what you're doing, which is the sauce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Go go find that Gucci album. I'm not sure what sure which album it was. <laughs> We're going to have to bring that back up when we talk about soul, though, because I think that's the mm-hmm. excellent representation, too. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? That's the expectation on confidence, too. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? If you out here don't know what sauce you're about to eat, you know, uh, somebody who's hungry is not a happy person. You know, somebody who doesn't know what they're about to eat is not a happy person. They're usually upset, angry, hangry, you know. (laughs) So it's like, if I don't know what sauce I'm about to dip into, that man is lost. He's upset. He's not confident because he's just wandering around the world. But a man who's trying to get lost in some type of sauce, Mm -hmm. he's carrying a little extra confidence with him because now he knows, he at least knows where he's going, has a direction. You know what I'm saying? Feel like, okay, at least I'm... At least I'm walking towards something. You right. Know, and that can walk you, make you walk with your head a little higher, you know what I'm saying? So you're looking for some some beacon of light. Mm-hmm. You, know. you believe, you have that yeah. faith. That faith is starting to grow. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That I'm walking towards something and something's there now. Right. You know, amen to that. Um, and then last but not least, we had Miss Cammy. And Cammy was talking about equality in education. And hers actually was um it was pretty deep to me. It was pretty deep to me I because didn't expect it to go that deep. I didn't. I didn't expect it either. You know what I'm saying? Cami one. She caught me off guard a few ways. You know, one. I haven't really spoke to Cami like face to face in a while. We checked up on each other, but then um, 
you know, one, she took notes. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> I was like, okay, she actually has notes. She has a definition. She knows what she's going to talk about. And that really made me feel good, personal, as just like a podcast host, because, okay, she actually taking us serious, you know? Right. So I saluted her on that. And then two, you know, once we started diving into, like, what equality in education is, it started to, like, just, like, point toward the educational system all over the place. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, I see what you're doing, Cam, and I salute you on that one, because... Yeah. You know, and I feel like, like I'm glad we had her for that teaching conversation because mm-hmm. it's just like, um, it's that's the difference between the teachers that are there for a paycheck mm-hmm. rather than people that's actually trying to help the exactly. next generation grow and expand their minds. Exactly. Like, no, I I I I always salute somebody when I hear. Oh yeah, I was the marketing head of this, and I was the PR there. Yeah. She was doing some big stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But something about teaching was calling her, and it was like, man, nah, I'm gonna go help these younger generations because there's bad rep- representation in there. Yeah, and I need to go show a good face. Mm-hmm. You know, to change a different, to make a girl feel better about herself in school. Not alone. Yes. You know, yeah. you know? and she took her experiences and said. I'm gonna make it work, you know. I'm gonna make it work, and I guess it takes it back to uh, you remember robots from Disney. Yes. What was the main line the guy said? See a need, fill a need. I think so. Yes. yes. So see a need, fill a need. She's seen the need for more teachers of color, staff, faculty of color inside the school systems, and right. she went and filled that need, you yeah. know, and went and did what she could do to help the kids of color, but everybody. Else. Everybody at the same time because then she was talking about the book she was explaining, and she was like, "Yes, the book is probably based around white people, but then you know, let's hit them with the question to make the kids think a little more." And you know, now I'm not only helping the African Americans, but I'm helping all the kids now because I got them all thinking outside the box, you know. So, yes, I salute her on that one for sure, bro. And you know, uh, hold on, I just found this. Yep, there we go. Um, I found this post mm-hmm. and kind of just helped, like, along that topic of, like, the representation of color, but just everybody in general. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, loneliness does not come from having no people around you, but from being unable to communicate the things that seem important to you. Yes. Yes. Making, people, making sure people have a voice no matter who they are or who they're around. You know? Yes. No, that, that's, that's really, really real because, you know, a lot of people feel that because I can't talk to somebody then, you know, or because they don't see that as important to me. Yeah. You know, I don't want to share it now. You yeah. know, and it's kind of like we have to learn to step back and be like, this person's come to me for a reason. Let me treat like this is important. Don't let me not just shoot it off. Yeah. Or make it seem like it's something little when it's big to them. Because just because I don't understand it doesn't mean that they can't mm-hmm. express what they have, you know? Right. And it's like shutting them down. It's like, it's not always just about you and your head. Mm-hmm. Like, take your, like you said, take that step back and acknowledge where they're coming from mm-hmm. and trying to see where they're coming from. And exactly. I feel like you will earn a lot more knowledge than you think you have, you know what I mean? Yes, no, and that's real because that goes back to, she actually said in her conversation, the kids weren't. Uh, clicking one day they weren't like really absorbing and she can tell there was a vibe wrong so she yeah. said you know let me stop teaching sit everybody in a circle and let's talk about what's going on with life yeah and i'm sure that probably raised the vibration of the classroom times 20 you know kids probably walked out there feeling better about school than they ever felt you know yeah. what i'm saying the idea that 
you know, somebody who they feel is just there to teach them is actually caring and right. actually truly there for them, you know? And so, it's not, like, shoot, it's not just a home thing, it's a school thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, while they're gaining mental intelligence, they're also gaining emotional intelligence mm-hmm. through her, and that's something that is very scarce nowadays unless yes. you just go to a therapy, but mm-hmm. when you're supposed to be going to school and you're put in a social environment for that reason, how are you not supposed to be educating kids on their emotional intelligence? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, she's she's tapping all of that, you know. So like like we said in the interview, you know, she's gonna be a very a very legendary teacher for sure. By the time she finishes, yeah, so they all the kids are gonna love her for sure. And then um the quote that she had from her um from her interview was love challenges be intrigued by mistakes, enjoy effort, keep on learning. You know, and that's just beautiful in all of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Love the challenges. You know, see what mistake you were and be intrigued by it. Learn from your mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the effort that you're putting in right now. Enjoy the process. Right. And then just keep on learning. You should learn something new every single day. Every single day you should learn something new. Right. Yes, every single day. So, yeah, man. So, um, so run a question for you, brother, man. Yeah. So, um, out of everything that we did, out of all three seasons, we did 15 episodes. I just want to know, like, what is your number one thing that you, like, you kind of took from this whole experience? And it ain't even got to be something about the episode, just the whole podcast experience in general. What's the number one thing you took from it? I would say... You know, one thing I took took from it was just the confidence and having dreams in the first place mm-hmm. and then pursuing them because that can actually happen. Like everybody that we talked to mm-hmm. mostly had a dream, like a thought, like a urge, a, a desire to reach for whatever they want and they're actively pursuing it and it's manifesting. So why can't it happen for me? And we're doing this right now mm-hmm. as we speak. Right. So it was just, what I took from it was just the comfort and you know, things may take time, but as long as we're actively pursuing it, everything's going to be okay by the end of the day. Right. You know, and having the confidence within myself that we're spreading a good message and that's all I've ever wanted to do in the first place. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to keep doing that. It just brought forth just, just it solidified the drive Mm -hmm. to keep doing what I'm doing. Right, right, right. Understandable. Yeah. I'll feel you on that one. I like that. I like that. What would you say for you? Um, for me, <laughs> for me, um, <laughs> I would probably say, uh, there's probably a few things. One would be, uh, I want to say the power of overthinking. Mm-hmm. It played a big, I feel like it played a good part in all of this because, you know, from start to finish, I felt that no show went the exact way I thought it was going to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No show flowed the direction I thought it was going to flow. You know, the only thing I knew about every show was it was going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. And that was literally all I walked in with. But, you know, I felt that on my side, you know, one, I overthought asking certain people to be guests. Like, you know, for some reason, I was nervous to ask Brandon. And it's like, man, that's my brother. Why am I overthinking asking him, you know? Right. Or asking Mario and them. Like, I overthought certain people to ask, I felt. Um 
overthought the shows afterwards sometimes. I feel a lot of the guests came in, you know, and they were expecting, you know, I'm going to throw the light in their face in a dark room and all yeah. question like we had police and, you know, by the time they were done with the interview, they are like, oh, that wasn't bad at all. I was like, yeah, you know, we all overthought it, you yeah. know, and I felt that overthinking it's crazy. It's crazy the power of overthinking over just doing too much, you know. So I guess with that, I'll lead into just like, you know, don't overthink and just dive in. Right. You know, just go ahead and get started to it. I would say like believing in the faith of adaptability. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the time where we was about to record and the focus right went out. Right, yeah. Or, you know, we were thinking about hooking up the mixer to do the Zoom calls, and it's like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably not working. Let's just do this or yep. do that. It was always, you know, we hit a wall, but we have to flow and maneuver our way around it, and it's still yep. okay. No, no, and that's yeah. everything too. That's you know, recording areas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes recorded here, we had to go to other people's houses. You know, drive. You know, times mix up sometimes. Like yeah, we went through everything, but we had to adapt in this. Just make it work, you right. know? Just make it work, man. So, yeah, and I think the last thing I'll take away is is uh, is uh, support of others. You know, I just want to shout out everybody that did an episode for the show. You yeah, know, like it was always to the point of every time I ask somebody for an interview, they're like, "Me? Why me?" You know, and you're <laughs> like, bro, I see good traits in you. You yeah. know, and I think that's that's one thing that's helping me do too. I've been seeing a lot of just I'm looking for the good now in people. I'm not looking at the, all the negatives. I'm looking right. for my first question when I talk to somebody is like, what can I interview you for? Right. You know, how can I get you on the podcast? You know, so <laughs> I'm to the point that everybody has a story. And, you know, if you just respect others, value others, cherish others, you can go a long way. You're going to you lift go others and have be lifted yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Live through them and they'll live through you. You know right. what I'm saying? So, no, I truly salute that, bro. Which I feel perfectly segues into what we're about to talk about now. Which is... What's coming next? Yes, sir. What's coming to the table? All right, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I just want you guys to try to sit there and just try to understand a little bit. Um, so the first 15 episodes were more of a test for us. You know, we were trying to see what worked, what didn't work. That's why, you know, some of the episodes vary a little bit. Times vary. You know, every guest is different, of course. We want to keep everything as unique as possible. So uh, we want to start now bringing out more seasons to you guys to give you guys more variety to choose from, of course. But we're not going to run the season such as like a TV show on Netflix saying season one, season two, and they're going to go back to back to back. It's going to be more like a playlist to the point of, you know, you're going to have your playlist of this, playlist of that. And as we're talking about, I'm going to give you better examples. So, for example, um, this first season has been the season of attitude and mindsets. So that's been our first 15 episodes and that's been our like positive mental attitude traits. We will still add on to the first season of stuff to come. But then season two, we're going to turn to appreciation and gratitude and talk about the value of appreciation with others. Season three, we're going to turn into self-awareness and we're going to talk about some deep questions my favorite topic what's holding me back <laughs> y'all not ready for that that's though. gonna be a good one yes yeah, season four i'm still trying to come up with a name for it but i want to do some tv comparisons talk about some anime shows some disney shows what i learned growing up watching disney channel what i'm learning growing up this basketball heroes favorite who knows we can run with anything with stuff like that five we're gonna do some business interviews of course i'm gonna call that the season of earning Six is going to be the season of community. So I'm going to talk about community issues, talking to community leaders, talk about some major things that we need to talk about in life in general, being human beings in life. 
Uh, number seven, I want to do a deeper dive. So I'm going to bring back some of your favorite guests. Let them go a little deeper dive to the conversation, such as Antara with Energy or Bro Trivion McKenzie talking about music production. Yeah, creative mindsets too. Mm-hmm. And then season eight, I want to talk about the season of the heart. And with that, I'm going to bring you with a little more uh, artsy stuff. So we're going to get some poetry going. You don't get some, yeah, some spoken word, you know, deep stories with a deep lesson, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to get into stuff like that. And then uh, I want to do, I'm going to add another season in, I want to call it Just Diving In. And I want to do that with some of the young kids. So some of these young entrepreneurs blowing up, some of these young people making a move. Yeah. Here my nieces and nephews, you know what I'm saying? I got my mentee coming on for one episode, so. And pulling Naya, because she's doing her nail thing. Yep, exactly. Yep, exactly. I got Jessica Brothers lined up, so we got things rolling for sure, for sure. So, like I said, the season's going to work more like a playlist, so we will drop an episode every Monday, but, you know, one Monday episode is not going to be the same type of topic as the last Monday's episode to give more variety, give more to look forward to. Um, and yes, of course, I always want to end every episode with saying my appreciation to all you guys. Thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you a million times. Thank you for everybody that's been rocking with us. We have a lot of big things coming up with the future seasons. We're going to try to get some live casts going, you know what I'm saying, some group interviews going, a little more deeper conversations going. And, uh, yeah, we're going to switch it up. We're going to start to get some raffles going. Yes. Yes, yep. Watch out for the Just Keep Swimming shirts coming soon. It just keeps swimming merch, however you want to call that. Merchandise, bro. Yes, sir. The no gambles. Yes, so all that is on the way. So be, make sure you stay tuned to the Just Keep Swimming podcast. And you already know we're going to be back with you next Monday, no question. Starting one of the new seasons. I can't even tell you what's to come because I got so much lined up. My mouth is watering. I don't know what to eat first. So <laughs> we're just going to dive right into this bad boy. But uh, Donovan, you already know, bro. I just want to say thank you so much for everything. Thank you. Yes, yes. Any new music coming out? Um, so, <laughs> bro, so I'm a, uh, I'm actually after this episode, I'm going to show you the sample I'm looking at right mm-hmm. now. Uh, but I think I've been going back into classical music and mm-hmm. Baroque music more specifically. Okay. Since that's the era, I like to, like, that's Bach, Handel, all of that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's going to be some really good samples to choose from, and then yeah. I'm going to see what I can do with it, you know? Yes, sir. So, um, that's what's coming up for the most part. But other than that, just kind of taking my time. You can't rush talent. You right, can't right, rush right. art, you know? Right, right, right. No, I feel you, bro. Salute you on that one, man. That's it's going to be solid. Man. Yeah. I'm hyped up to hear it for sure, man. So, uh, you already know, bro. Appreciate you being here. We're going to get to ready going. We're going to get right to the studio right after this is over. And then everybody out there listening, I just want to say I appreciate you guys for rocking with us for so long. If you haven't yet, please share, please subscribe. You know, any questions, any shout outs, any comments, concerns, any more episode ideas you want to send out to us, send that to jkspodcast702 at gmail.com. And we'll make sure to get back to you right away. And everybody out there listening, I just want to say have a great day. An amazing afternoon, a splendid evening, and remember, just keep swimming. Splish splash, just keep swimming. If you ain't moving, you about to crash. Yep. If you ain't moving, you're losing, baby.